0: From
1: electronic fuel injection to the power sports toys that fuel your weekends, join Walbro each month for Talk and Shop as we discuss all the machines that make life better. Hey everyone and welcome to Talk and Shop with Walbro. I'm your host Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining me for this very exciting episode of the program. Today we have an amazing guest. His name is Steve McColeman. He's the host of Steve's Small Engine Saloon and he's joining us for this episode of the show. Steve, welcome to Talk and Shop with Walbro. Thanks for joining us, man.
0: I am really excited to be here, Tyler. It's nice to meet you and I'm looking forward to this too. I know we're going to be talking a lot about Walbro and uh, a lot about the uh, small engine industry in general and maybe a little bit about my YouTube channel. This is cool. I think this is going to be fun. Thanks for having me, buddy.
1: Hey, I'm, I'm thrilled to have you on. And you're right, this is going to be a lot of fun. And we are going to talk Walbro. Well, we're going to talk about your YouTube channel, all of the above. And so let's start off there with the YouTube channel. Steve, you have 394,000 subscribers as of this morning. That'll probably go up by the time this, this video, you know, this broadcast is over. So tell us the story of how you got started with your YouTube channel. What, what was the genesis of this whole thing, man?
0: Oh, there, I think there was a lot of different reasons what pushed me to, to actually start a YouTube channel. I think the last the last thing that actually pushed me over the edge, like the last straw, was um uh, I was youtubing something on uh on a weed eater. It was I clicked on this video, and it was this thirteen year old boy. you could tell from his voice, and he was doing a video on a little green weed eater, and he was holding his phone like you know, not even like this properly, but he was like that, so there was just a strip in the middle of the screen. You know what I mean? Right, right. And he's filming it with one hand. It's all shaky. And then he's got a screwdriver in the other hand. And he's going, all he got to do is just turn this screw right here. I knew what he was doing, and I still couldn't follow his video. It was horrible. It was dark. There was no close-ups. You couldn't see what he was doing at all. And I looked underneath that video, and it was 17,000 views he had. And I I went into the house and showed my wife. I said, look at this video. This kid has 17,000 views. I can do a way better video than that. How many views will I get? I want to make a YouTube uh, video. I want to put a YouTube video out there. My wife just looked up at me and said, giddy up. You go, boy. (laughs) Just like that. And she has been supportive from day one. And that's the last straw right there, what made me actually start digging around my garage and trying to set up a little studio and got a camera and I went, I'm, I'm doing this. And that's, that's why I made my first video.
1: That's incredible. I I mean, that's what an amazing uh, beginning to this story. And and I wonder just, you know, From your perspective, what does the success that you've had with this channel really tell you about people's hunger and desire for for the kind of content that you're producing in this particular industry? It seems like this was maybe an underserved spot in the market where people were hungry and and needed some content and needed some of the stuff that that you're producing.
0: There are um, very few YouTubers out there that actually do the content that I do. Tons and tons of automotive mechanics out there but very few people who uh, actually show you you know with 30 years experience too i've been a small engine mechanic for since 1987 i think there's a lot of people out there who want to know how to fix their own lawnmowers and and weed eaters and chainsaws and leaf blowers and all that kind of stuff to save Mm -hmm. money that's what i've been doing uh that's my whole goal when i started this also was to help people save money so they and frustration and time you know, you take your lawnmower in at this time of year right now, because your lawnmower doesn't run, you're going to be waiting three weeks, four weeks, maybe to get your lawnmower back. And then it it could be a simple problem. And now you're paying $120, finally, to get your lawnmower back. So you're frustrated and you lost all that time. Your grass is 10 feet tall now, (laughs) because you haven't had your lawnmower for a month. You know, so um, I think the hunger and the desire part, they're is people um, wanting to save money and do this themselves. Oh, and the satisfaction thing. I mean, it feels so good to people. When they can actually look at a YouTube video and go, hey, I think that's what's wrong with my unit, and they go outside and they fix it. The sense of satisfaction there is incredible. I get comments like that every day on my videos where people are just like, I can't believe how good that felt. I fixed that thing in 15 minutes, and it, it cost me nothing.
1: Right. Thank
0: you, Steve. You know, I just get those comments every day, all day long. Yeah,
1: You're absolutely right. If I fix one thing, my wife will hear about it for the next, like, three months straight, right? Uh, just <laughs> I'm right. so There's that sense of accomplishment and pride yeah. in, I did it with these hands, you know. Yeah. Uh, there, there's something amazing about that. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. And I wonder just if you've noticed at all, just from... Your perspective and from what you do, if you've noticed that over the last year with people spending more time at home because of the pandemic, with people uh, maybe doing more projects on their own at their at their home, that that, that is had an impact. And you've seen maybe a spike in, in people that are interested in learning how to fix things themselves and do things at, at home on their own.
0: There is absolutely a spike in 2020. Uh, uh, my views and my subscribers really exploded as soon as that pandemic hit. Mm hmm. People were scared to go into a shop. They didn't want to take their lawnmower into a shop. They just didn't want to go outside. And then I think people started saying, hey, you know what? Maybe I can fix this myself. And they right. start Googling and they start YouTube searching, looking for videos. And um, it, I, I kind of feel bad for saying that the pandemic kind of helped my business because I know there's so many people out there who have lost their jobs and lost their businesses. And then here I am saying, well, the pandemic was great for my business. A lot of people are going, ah, it's not very cool, Steve. <laughs> you know, but uh, it is yeah, what it yeah. is. And I think that's why, because people didn't want to go into a, a take their more chance or whatever into a shop, and they just Google it now. I think most YouTubers in this industry, even the automotive industry or whatever, I think most YouTubers probably did see an increase.
1: Mm
0: no matter what niche or or genre they're in, I think they've probably all seen a spike there, like you said, you know?
1: Yeah, you know, and I I think as much as of it was fear, there's also on the other side, just I was spending more time at home than maybe I'd ever spent in my entire life. And so I started looking around and saying, all right, there are things I can do here. My wife was doing the same thing saying, hey, you know what? You could do that. You could do that. You know, uh, while we're home more often, why don't, we make the yard look better and that sort of thing. Yeah. So I think, awesome. you know, the pandemic had uh, had my honey-do list being longer than maybe it had ever been before. Like
0: everybody's honey-do list is longer. <laughs> to, even now, you know, it's kind of tapering <laughs> off a little bit now, but It's true. But uh yeah. yeah. I agree with you
1: 100%. So what impact has maybe the pandemic had on the industry as a whole over the last year? Have you seen shifts in the market or trends as a result of Um, of maybe what we've seen uh, going on in the world over the last 14, 16 months?
0: Because of the pandemic?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: As a whole, I don't think that you can really say it's affected the industry as a whole Mm -hmm. uh, because there are small engine shops all over the planet. I think it depends where that small engine shop is on the planet. Like where I live on Vancouver Island, there's two main, uh, where I live in Nanaimo, right in central central vancouver island there's two main shops that are small engine shops that you can get Mm -hmm. your your equipment repaired where i live i don't think it's affected them at all and if it has for the better or for the worse i think it's been very minor it's pretty much the same but you go to other places on the planet that um that the pandemic has hit harder and and those some of those small engine shops have shut down because you know the country's locked down or whatever you're not allowed to go outside curfew and all that stuff those businesses are gone right so i think it really depends how it's affected the pandemic has affected this industry i think it really depends on where you live and what part of the world you live in
1: Uh, yeah i think i think that's a really good point I, i wonder have you seen any innovations recently or or new products that that stand out to you as being particularly interesting for one reason or another
0: uh, in the in the industry, well, Walbro, Walbro, I've done a couple of videos now for some Walbro products that they're bringing out. Innov- innovative is that what you just said? I yeah, love yeah. that word. I yeah. love that. I I was kind of thinking this is a new invention, you know, that they and it kind of was. I mean, the things that they're putting out is kind of a new invention, very innovative. Uh, the two that strike me as the most are, are just happen to be from Walbro. Are there spiral diaphragm, uh, their metering diaphragm that you can replace in your carburetor? Hey, there's a lot of carburetors out there. Walbro or Walbro's competition doesn't matter. They're all made out of the same kind of material. This older, you see that? A lot of people are going to recognize that right there. It's the old school um, diaphragm. Mm -hmm. You hear that? It's all hard and crispy. You can hear that? Yeah. A lot of people have to change that in their carburetor every two years some people have to change that in their carburetor depending on the fuel quality where they live change that little diaphragm every year Mm -hmm. and most of them are taking them into a small engine shop they can't do it themselves and it'll cost them money what does walbro do they put out a solution to that innovative little um spiral diaphragm kit right here that you can change that metering diaphragm and that's the last one that you'll ever have to put in your carburetor ever again What's what kind of, that? That, yeah, that, what kind of company
1: does that, Tyler? What kind of
0: company does that? Every other company on the planet builds parts to fail on purpose so they can sell more parts. Walbro is doing the exact opposite. They're helping the end user, the, the homeowner, the consumer of that product. They're helping them save money and frustration and time.
1: That is really unique to me. How... How different is that than the rest of the industry? You said every other company designs parts so that eventually they, they wear out and you have to replace them and you got to go buy more and that sort of thing. So is this entirely unique? Is anybody else doing stuff like that?
0: No, this is entirely unique to Walbro. And then after that, so, so the guy who sent me, um, it's Mike, uh, Mike Petulo is the head, one of the head engineers at Walbro. Mm-hmm. He just out of the blue sent me a, a box full of, uh, samples of those spiral diaphragm kits and he also sent me some of these new little purge bulbs, which is another innovative thing that they're doing. Right. Because the old purge bulbs, they they crack. They, they're, the UV light from the sun deteriorates them. The ethanol in the fuel deteriorates those, and they crack after a while. You have to replace those all the time also. Mm-hmm. Well, Walbro's putting out these ethanol-resistant and... UV resistant purge bulbs now to also help people. So no there's no other company out there doing this. That is 100% unique to Walbro that I am aware of. I I don't know of any other company
1: I think that what you do and what Walbro is doing kind of goes hand in hand. People go to your channel because you provide information and knowledge that people trust. And people say, hey, look, Steve gives me the right information that I need to get, you know, to get the job done. And then with Walbro also, they want to be a company that that people trust, that people go to. And they say, hey, look, Walbro cares about me as a consumer more than they care about selling a bunch of these particular parts, right? And so I think that that trust aspect is really important when it comes to this whole industry because like you mentioned, people want to be able to do this for themselves and feel accomplished, right? And so I think that trust aspect is a big thing.
0: That's that's huge. Since I put those videos out, the comments that I get on both of those videos, I did one for the spiral diaphragm kit and then I did another one for the the purge bulbs, both of those videos are still getting hit like crazy and the comments that come through on that are pretty much all the same. Comments are, Walbro's awesome. That's their (laughs) attitude. People agree with me. They're like, I can't believe this company is doing this. It's awesome what they're doing.
1: It, yeah. it it really is fantastic and, yeah. and uh, really exciting to see in, in the industry. So, Steve, uh, the YouTube channel is obviously having a ton of success. Um, you know, I, I'm sure that that uh, that you'll be over 400,000 subscribers very, very soon. What's next for the channel? Uh, do you have any grand plans, uh, master plans for um, you know new content, new videos? Uh, just give us an update. What what what's coming down the pipeline?
0: I'm all I'm always doing what what I call I'm always trying to evolve my channel. Mm-hmm. make it better i don't want it to be stagnant i don't want to just keep doing what i'm doing i want to do different things maybe go on more field trips i call them field trips like get out from behind this bench right here and take people out with my camera cut some trees down you know something like that go to a landscaping company and have them show us out in the field how they do something with a lawnmower you know things like that make right. it a little bit more interesting for my viewers always trying to evolve it as far as my videos go um i just gonna keep doing what i'm doing just you know time of the year you know right now it's a lawnmower season i really should be putting lawnmower repair videos out now you know it'd be kind of silly for me to put a leaf blower video out right now because it's not there's no leaves on the ground it's right. you, know, you know so you kind of gotta do that so i just keep plugging away i do kind of have a little bit of a dream tyler I have a oh, little yeah? bit of a dream to uh, evolve my channel. I've always wanted to have a, an actual celebrity as a guest star.
1: Ooh, who would, who would be your, your ideal celebrity that you'd love to have know. on the, the channel? You know, I, um,
0: I think it would be a, a wicked, awesome video if I had a celebrity standing beside me and where I'm not fixing it, I'm just telling them how to fix it. And they are doing it with their own two hands as I'm describing to it. So, so it can kind of show my viewers, Hey, this is pretty easy. This person's never touched a lawnmower in their life. And this is how easy this is. They're going to fix this right in front of you. You know, know, there there are, I mean, I live in Vancouver. Vancouver is a film. Well, I live on Vancouver Island, but the city of Vancouver on the mainland is a real uh, uh, film industry. It's like LA. It's like the Canadian Los Angeles right you know well, there's actual studios there and everything so there's a lot of celebrities that live really close to me i think it might have it, it i know i might be probably dreaming but it'd be, it's feasible it's feasible
1: well uh, ryan reynolds is canadian right yeah, I th- yeah you could probably get him to swing over or you could come down to texas and get mcconaughey i think that would be <laughs> right
0: on isn't he going to be the next governor
1: yeah <laughs> maybe maybe who knows you could say that you had a movie star and a future governor of texas on yeah. uh yeah, exactly. on the steve small engine saloon yeah. that would be that would be something
0: yeah i think i think it would be really neat i think if a you know i'm not saying like a big like matthew mahoney or tom cruise or something like that i'm not going crazy like that but you know even minor celebrities that that you know are from around here
1: I, I love the idea. Uh, yeah. I love the idea. Let let me know. I'll, I'll try to I'll try to track someone down for you. I don't know too many famous people, but Maybe we'll figure Maybe you can come over. Out. You're oh, a big yeah. time celebrity, aren't you? There you go. <laughs> uh, man, uh, that that I mean, I, I think that would be especially challenging for you, given my uh, track record as a handyman. So, uh, oh. you know, if you want a challenge, bring yeah. me on, and we'll do this.
0: Have the first aid
1: kit handy right yeah. there while you're yeah. I think that'd be wise. I think that'd be wise. <laughs> so Steve, if somebody is looking at creating content like what you do, maybe not in the same area, you know, a, a small engines and things along those lines, but if someone sees your success and they say, man, I want to do, I want to follow what Steve is doing and I want to do similar things in my own area of expertise. What kind of advice would you give them? How, how would you steer them and tell them to, to take their first steps into making a YouTube channel and being successful like you've been?
0: The, the very first thing that comes to mind is that you will not have a, a successful YouTube channel unless you research. Mm. You have to put time in. You can't just put a channel out and have great videos. You can have the most awesome videos ever, but if people don't click on that video and watch it, they will never know. Myself, I've spent hundreds of hours researching and watching other YouTubers There's a couple YouTube gurus out there who teach on YouTube how to do YouTube. And I've watched hundreds of hours of that kind of thing and researched. And and not only that, you can learn all you want, but you have to implement that. Those ideas, people are, these gurus are telling you, this is how you're going to make a successful YouTube channel. You have to implement their ideas. Do it. Don't just read it and go, oh, that's a good idea, and then you don't do anything about it. I think that's one of the biggest reasons that um, Steve Small Engine Saloon is actually as successful as it is because of the research and the time that we have put in. My wife and I have put in time, like, unbelievable amount of time, literally hundreds and hundreds of hours. Yeah. To try to make our channel better, and it seems to be working.
1: I I would say so, and, you know, I think that there's also something – um, to say for you just being authentically yourself. I think people are looking for more authenticity these days um, mm-hmm. for people. And, you know, just from talking to you before we, you know, went, went live today uh, during the show and e- even watching a few of your videos, it, I, I think that you come across as just so authentically Steve all the time. Um, and, and I think that there's something really refreshing about that in a day and age where it feels like somebody's already always trying to sell you something or, or something along mm-hmm. those lines. I really appreciated that.
0: Yeah. That's, that's nice to hear. That's really nice to hear. That's kind of along the same lines as another piece of advice giving to somebody who's starting a, a brand-new YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Do that research and everything, and but be honest. I have seen some YouTubers out there. Unfortunately, even in my industry, I'm not going to mention any names, obviously, but I've seen some videos out there where the person is being absolutely dishonest. Huh. I know what he's doing and he's telling somebody how to do something and I know he's full of it. And people see that people see right through that. If you're not being honest on your YouTube channel, you're kind of BSing your way through it. Right. Right. Um, People know that people see right through it and they, they won't subscribe to your channel. They'll never watch another one of your videos. That's Uh, a big one.
1: Yeah. Um, I think that's, I think that's really strong advice and uh, especially important in today's day and age when information is all over the place. And um, uh, it can be hard for people to be discerning about what is true and what's not. And so just being honest, being yourself, I think those are important things. Steve, obviously, if people Google Steve Small Engine Saloon, they'll find the YouTube channel. But where else can people get in touch with you? You, uh, Give us your website, places like that, where people can get in touch and that sort of thing.
0: Mm, I have... um... I really don't get involved with the other social medias. I'm just kind of, a, I'm a YouTube guy. You're a lo- um, YouTube
1: loyalist.
0: Yeah, you know, you, YouTube search Steve Small Engine Saloon and that'll come up. Even if you just Google, literally, like I, I'm, I'm ranked pretty high on Google right now, where if you just type in my leaf blower doesn't run, well, I'll probably be one of the first videos that pop up at the top, so you can get to me that way. Uh, website, yeah, stevesmallenginesaloon.com easy to remember stevesmullinusloon.com and that's how you can get in touch with me um as far as the other social media yeah i just don't really get into it too much <laughs> I, I i don't know i just don't it seems like an awful lot of work <laughs>
1: yeah yeah all right don't oh, worry the about the other ones you, the
0: other way you can get in touch with me too on my website there's a tab at the top that says uh video suggestions so oh, i like that. You, cl- you click on that and a form comes up where you can type in, Hey Steve, I want to see you do this video. And I love that. That, That's really awesome. When people fill that out, I get a lot of good ideas. What I would recommend to anybody who's going to fill in that form though, um, check my playlists first to make sure I haven't already done the video. It's
1: a very, I don't know.
0: I don't know why, but in the last six months or so, I'm getting a lot of those people fill out that form and saying, Hey Steve, um, I need you to put a video out on, um, why my lawnmower won't start. And I'm like, it's on my, I already did it. It's on my playlist, yeah. but you can't respond. I can't respond back to that person to say, Hey, it's in my playlist because mm. it's just a form. I have no way of contacting that person
1: back. So good advice. Check the playlist before you, uh, you drop Before Steve you ask a me to do
0: the same video, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Just scroll back in time a little bit, see if he's already done a video. If he hasn't, then drop him a note. That's uh, exactly it. Videos. Yeah, right That's on. what we'll do. That's what yeah. we'll do. Steve McColman from Steve's Small Engine Saloon. Steve, it's been a blast getting a chance to learn a little bit more about you, talk to you about the channel, and also about what's going on in the industry right now. We really appreciate it.
0: Yeah. It's been a great time, man. This worked out way better than I thought it was going to, (laughs) Tyler.
1: I love to hear that. Uh, I love to hear that. So everyone, go subscribe to Steve's Small Engine Saloon if you haven't already. Let's get him over that 400,000 subscriber mark. And also... While you're at it, go subscribe uh, to Walbro's podcast, Talk and Shop, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Wherever you get your podcasts these days, go check out Walbro's website. They have podcasts there as well. Stay up to date with the latest in the industry from the experts at Walbro. Uh, so go follow Steve, go follow Walbro, and we'll all be happier for it. Everyone, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Talking Shop from Walbro. We appreciate it very much. Stay tuned for more episodes coming out soon. But until then, for my guest today, Steve McColeman, I've been your host, Tyler Kern.